Rugby is a badass sport. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, rugby fans. Welcome to episode 77 of the DNVR Rugby Podcast presented by Titan Rugby. Titan Rugby specializes in customized gear perfected by players for players, quality uniforms, bold designs, exceptional comfort. Get your customized rugby gear today. Visit Titan Rugby, that's T-Y-T-A-N, rugby.com. Team discounts are available. My name is Colton Strickler. As always, I'm your host. Excited for this episode uh, you guys get to listen to today. Um, start off the same way we do every week it's by jumping into the breakdown. Um, this week's obviously a little bit different since this is the first, you know, live rugby match of, of a team that I've had to cover in almost over a year. So I'm talking a lot about, you know, the Exos trip to New Orleans this weekend. Um, I am heading down there. I was planning on releasing this on Friday, but I'm just going to drop it right after I record it. So there's a good chance if you're listening to this, I'm on a plane or I'm in New Orleans right now getting ready to cover the match. And I think this is where I'm supposed to talk about um, kind of what I expect to happen this weekend. And the answer is that I honestly don't know what to expect this weekend. Um, you know, based on my conversation with Mark Bullock, which you'll hear here in a few minutes, this is going to be run like a true scrimmage. So lots of stopping and starting uh, teaching moments. It's not going to be like two 40 um, minute halves. It's going to be like three 20 minute periods from the sounds of it. Um, there'll be, I think I have a, you know, an idea there'll be coaches, you know, walking on and off the field, just really working, you know, with these teams and, and making sure that the exos, um, are understanding what's happening. Um, and, and like Marcus is going to say in this interview, like from the sounds of it, they're going to kind of have a joint practice on Friday just so that they know, you know, what it's like to actually scrum down against somebody, what it's like to actually be in a line out against somebody, uh, sure, you know, run a couple patterns. So this really sounds like what the Raptors did last year when they went to Vegas. So they went to Vegas back-to-back weekends. Um, the first weekend was they they did this. They had, you know, I think it was against the Arrows. They had, you know, three 20-minute periods. Um, it was very informal, just kind of matching up, run patterns, see how they stack up. And then um, they played a full match against Rugby ATL. And so this is kind of what that sounds like is, a, is the first part of that. So, and that's, and to be honest, like I said at the top, I don't really know what to expect. I'm not sure what it's going to look like. I've only seen them, you know, run out here on air or just in very, you know, small two on three, two on four scenarios. But I'm, I'm certainly excited to see um, what they look like and, and how they stack up and how quickly they pick things up. Uh, I mean, like Mark talks about in the interview, he wants to see if they can run their pattern. Um, I just want to see, you know, the basics. I want to see, what it looks like in the rucks, what it looks like in these tackles, how they run, how, you know, how they support, how their fitness is going to hold up. Like, I want to see all that stuff. Um, so I'm going to be a busy person down there. I'm going to be trying to take as many notes. I'll be tweeting from the DNVR rugby account um, what I see. So make sure you follow along for that. And like I said, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be an interesting couple days, but um, they're going to be better for it. And I think as they kind of move through the rest of this exhibition season, uh, they'll, they'll be a lot better for it and they'll start getting better every week. So looking forward to catching all that this weekend. Um, so that's kind of the big news I had. There wasn't really anything in MLR I wanted to talk about. It's kind of a quiet week. There's some signings here and there. Um, but you know, 
nothing huge, nothing that's jumping off the, the page at me that I need to talk about. I think they're officially one month away as of yesterday or the day before, so that's coming quick. And, of course, when that starts up, I will be putting out regular content on that. Um, so with that, we'll go ahead and jump into the next part of the show, and that's the rugby that you can watch this weekend. So we've got the USA 7s back in action this weekend in Madrid. Both the men's and women's team earned third-place victories in last weekend's competition, so they hit the ground running again this weekend. So we'll start off with the women's side. Uh, the USA women play on Saturday, February 27th. They play Spain at 2.22 in the morning, France at 5.06 in the morning, and then Kenya at 7.50 in the morning. All the times in this segment are also always in mountain time. Just wanted to remind everybody. And then on Sunday, they continue with Russia at 1.30 in the morning, Poland at 4.14 in the morning, and then the fifth place match is at 8.06 a.m., third place match is at 8.50 a.m., and then the final is at 9.34. And then the men... Play on Saturday, February 27th. Uh, they play Chile at 3.50 a.m., Kenya at 6.34 a.m., Portugal at 8.56 a.m., and then on Sunday, they play Argentina at 2.36 a.m., Spain at 5.20 a.m. Their fifth place match uh, in the men's tournament is at 8.28 a.m., uh, third place match is at 9.12 a.m., and the final is at 9.56 a.m. You can watch all those matches for both the men's and women's side on Flow Rugby. So sign up for that. I think it's like 20-something bucks. You can cancel whenever you want. We're going to transition into the Guinness Pro 14. So on Friday, February 26th at 10.30 a.m., we've got Benetton versus Connacht. Uh, Cardiff Blues play Munster on Friday at 1 p.m. Uh, another match on Friday, we've got Ulster at Ospreys. Uh, it's on Friday at 1 p.m. On Saturday at 5 a.m., there's Edinburgh versus Scarlets. Uh, Zebra versus Dragons on Saturday at 10.15 a.m. And then uh, Leinster versus Glasgow Warriors on Sunday at 10.30 a.m. You can catch all of those matches on ESPN+. Plus. Moving over into the Premiership, we've got Sale versus Exeter on Friday at 12.45 p.m., Bristol versus Leicester on Saturday at 6 a.m. Wasps versus London Irish on Saturday at 8 a.m. Newcastle versus Harlequins on Saturday at 8 a.m. Uh, Gloucester versus Worcester on Saturday at 8.15 a.m. And then Northampton versus Bath on Sunday at 6 a.m. You can catch all of those matches on Peacock. Uh, moving into the Six Nations, we were supposed to have three matches scheduled for this weekend, but now it's only looking like two after a week off. Uh, so we've got Italy versus Ireland on Saturday at 7.15 a.m., Wales versus England on Saturday at 9.45 a.m., and then France versus Scotland uh, was supposed to be on Sunday at 8 a.m., um, was looking shaky with some COVID issues. I think they gave a cautious green light yesterday, um, and then today I saw that there was another player from France turned up positive COVID test, so that looks like that match is going to be postponed, so I'm not sure if that's going to you know mess with the, the scheduling of the two previous matches I just said. Uh, but you can catch all those matches on Peacock as well. So I'm sure if you're looking for, to watch some rugby and you're checking Peacock, that will be updated accordingly. Uh, moving over to the women's game, we've got some Alliance Premier 15s fixtures this weekend. Uh, it looks like we've got Exeter Chiefs women versus DMP Durham Sharks at 5 a.m. Wasps FC Ladies versus Saracen Women at 6.30 a.m. That is the match this week that will be broadcast on England Rugby's Facebook, YouTube, and the Alliance uh, Premier 15, I think, 
Facebook, YouTube as well. I think maybe Twitter also for England Rugby and the Lions Premier 15. Uh, we got Loughborough Lightning versus Worcester Warrior Women at 7 a.m. Uh, Gloucester Hartbury Women's RFC versus Bristol Bears Women at 7.30 a.m. Then Sale Sharks Women versus Harlequins Women at 7.30 a.m. Um, so like I said, that Wasp FC Ladies versus Saracen Women at 6.30 a.m. That is the match this week that will be uh, live streamed. Um, jumping over the Super Rugby side of things. So Super Rugby Australia is in round two heading into this weekend. Uh, don't see it on ESPN Plus yet again. Um, sounds like the U.S. is going to miss a few rounds with stinks. I've, I've seen on the Internet people asking about it, and that's kind of what they say is it's being worked out. I'm um, just a little behind the ball, so we're going to miss a couple of the first matches. Uh, so first match of Super Rugby Australia uh, will be over by the time you listen to this, but the Reds play the Rebels at 1.45 a.m. on Friday. And then the second match of the weekend is the Brumbies versus the Waratahs on Saturday at 1.45 a.m. And then Super Rugby Aotearoa starts up this week. This is a, another reason I'm bummed about ESPN Plus because I've been looking forward to watching this since it ended pretty much last summer. Um, but Super Rugby Aotearoa starts this week. We're, we're not going to be able to see it, uh, unfortunately, until they get the issues worked out with um, ESPN Plus. Um, but but this is a, it's kind of something I've been alluding to throughout the last couple of weeks is we're doing this fun thing with the NVR bets. Uh, we're betting on Super Rugby Aotearoa this year. Um, I submit my pick to Ryan, uh, Ryan, RK, and Andre of the DNVR Bet Show every week. They talk about it on Tuesday afternoon on the live stream on Periscope and YouTube. So here's my pick of the week. Um, I'm giving you Hurricanes minus one and a half. Um, I've got I got that at plus 104 according to DraftKings. So obviously, that's who we're using. Um, and, and I'll give you the reasons why. So this is kind of hard, but I went through all the Super Rugby matches last year. I charted them the best I could. Um, I've got some comparables, you know, going. I, I'm deep in my Excel spreadsheet. Um, and, and there's a lot of reasons why I went back and forth. And, and it's kind of hard for me to say because as I was watching Super Rugby last year, I became a Blues guy uh, that just was the team that, you know, I've gone into football games like this too. I wonder if anybody else is the same. I've gone into games. I don't know who I'm going to root for, right? I just start watching the game and my, you know, whichever way my my soul gets pulled one way or the other, that's just kind of who I, you know, naturally end up rooting for. And that was kind of the Blues for me last year. So the Hurricanes opened the season against the Blues. Hurricanes were the only team in the competition last year to beat both the Blues and the Crusaders. Blues and the Crusaders finished top two in the competition um, in 2020. Hurricanes beat the Blues by two points at home last season. The Blues beat the Hurricanes, I think, by 10 points at home last season. So, you know, in both instances, if we're, if we're going off the same line, um, you know, whoever wins, whoever wins the match is going to cover. So it's, just, it's essentially should be a pick em. Um, and if you're getting that at plus money, I think it, it just makes sense to, to go with the Hurricanes because it is going to be a close one. I think it's kind of a toss-up. Uh, so you might as well put your money on, on, you know, money that can actually make you a little bit more um, rather than going with the favorite, which is the Blues at this point in time. Uh, Hurricanes can score with the best of them. Match the Blues try for try in the two matches they played last year. I think they both finished the season with eight in the matches that they played against each other. Um, whoever commits the least amount of penalties will win. And like I said, it's plus money for what essentially should be a pick em. Um, just makes it make sense to bet this match. So going to be doing that every week. Um, you know, we may have to mess around with the format a little bit. Maybe I'll give, you know, the Super Rugby Pick of the Week in, 
in the early part of the week um, on to the bet show just because of the matches that I haven't read to you yet. I'm just realizing are kind of messed up this year. So the first match of the week is the Highlanders versus the Crusaders, and that is at 11.05 p.m. on Thursday night. So I'm recording this on a Thursday. It's another match that will be over by the time you listen to this podcast. Um, and then Friday, February 26th, the Hurricanes play the Blues at 11.05 p.m. So you can watch that one. Um, if you're listening to this, you're interested, go bet on that. You can watch that one. So that's what I'm saying. We may have to mess around with the format a little bit. Uh, maybe I'll give my pick of the week to DNVR bets earlier. So I'll give them the Thursday game, and then we can talk about the Friday game on this show. Um, so that, I'm excited for that. I've been kind of working on that for a couple weeks, and I want to make sure I'm prepared for that. Um, so it'll be fun to kind of go through this competition with that, and hopefully the, the stuff with ESPN Plus gets worked out so we can actually watch it. And that does it for the breakdown this week. So with that, we're going to jump into the interview portion of the show. This interview with Colorado XO Director of Rugby Mark Bullock is brought to you by MTS Nutrition. MTS Nutrition products are created to be the highest possible quality. MTS Nutrition assures its customers that they are receiving the most advanced and adequately dosed ingredients with no proprietary blends. The reason? So you know exactly what you are putting in your body and that each supplement is as effective as possible. For more information, visit mtsnutrition.com. Like I said, very excited for you guys to listen to this interview with Mark Bullock. Just kind of talked to him a little bit about how everything's kind of been going since the Exos have been here full time. Um, you know, if it's gone to kind of how he expected and just kind of what to expect and what to watch for heading into this weekend's match. Um, and with that, I kind of talked a little bit about it at the top of the show, so I won't ramble on too much more about it. We will go ahead and jump into my conversation with Colorado XO Director of Rugby, Mark Bullock. All right, now we welcome back onto the show, Colorado XO Director of Rugby, Mark Bullock. I think this is, what, third time, fourth time? Yeah, a couple I'm not, times. <laughs> I'm not really sure. You, you, you say, hey, come talk, and I come and okay. try to answer some questions. Well, thank you, Mark. I appreciate it. I'm um, looking forward to, to talking to you a little bit about how things have been going and, of course, the match this weekend uh, down in New Orleans. So that's the first question, Mark. How is everything going in your eyes? Yeah, it's a, actually a, a great question. Um, you know, like any organization, any team, we have our uh, probably good days and our bad days. Um, but overall, the thing that is happening is we're seeing a lot of growth in the players, um, both individually and collectively. Um, so we just came off the, the pitch from our afternoon session today. And uh, in our team session, we, you know, from my viewpoint, we actually look like a rugby team mm-hmm. in terms of uh, putting phases together against defense, uh, making pretty good decisions across the line. And so, you know, I think we're, we're making those strides to uh, being a rugby team and being able to play rugby. Mm-hmm. Now, that being said... We haven't played anybody, and these right. guys haven't been in a game, and they haven't had any, you know, what I call full-on physical uh, challenge. Um, but I think they'll be up to that challenge. I think when we play the first 10, 15 minutes, it's probably going to be a bit of chaos for them in terms of their mind. But if they're able to focus on what we're doing and kind of like our pattern and how we're trying to play, I think they'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's going to be, like I said, it'll be a real challenge just because they've never played. Right. We don't have a lot of guys who have rugby experience. That's what I was going to ask you is how many do? I, I've been trying to count it myself. Is it like five players that have played rugby before? Well, the interesting thing is the people that have rugby experience are all backs. So yeah. 
You've got Lene, who played in high school before he went off to college. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got um, Soup Campbell. Oh. And um, I was wondering who that was. Campbell Johnson. <laughs> I, I understand. But, but Campbell has, you know, he's obviously been part of our academy. I mean, yeah. I brought him here for the academy and, and played some MLR with us. And we want to give him an opportunity to get back to the MLR. So this gives him a chance to train and play. So he's played. Um, and then Malik's played a little bit. Mm-hmm. But that being said, um, you know, he came in really raw. He just mm-hmm. played some rugby. People put him in the wing, said, run, because you're fast. Yeah. And then uh, Daquan, oh no, Daytuan has yeah. played, Daytuan Sheridan, and he's played, but he hasn't played a lot. Um, and so we don't have a, a truly a lot of players right. with rugby experience having played games. And the ones we do, they're backs. Yeah. And that's different than leading from the front in the forward pack. You know, we'd like to have a few forwards that have that experience, yeah. but we don't. And, and we'll just move ahead. Yeah. So now you are. If we're counting November, we can start from January, I guess. So you've been in this for six weeks now, almost seven, eight weeks now? Six weeks, yep. yeah. Has it been going how you envisioned it was going to go when I talked to you back in September? Um, is it going the way that we envisioned it? I'm not sure really how we envisioned it, okay. to, to be fair. <laughs> um, what we've seen, I think, is a lot of growth in a faster uh, way than I would if we were just a regular club team. Mm-hmm. And part of that is we're training full time. Part of it is we have um, what I consider really quality athletes yeah. who, because of their athleticism, are able to pick up things and do things fairly quickly. Um, obviously, there's uh, intricacies of rugby uh, in terms of what I call your rugby knowledge and rugby IQ. That's going to take much longer. Right. But in terms of some of the basic skills that we're involved in, pass, catch, tackle, and stuff, they pick up those things fairly quickly. A lot of people are concerned because we have a lot of football players, and, and you constantly hear the, well, you know, they got to tackle like football players. Well, the reality is we spend a lot of time practicing tackling. Mm-hmm. The other reality is some of these players come from programs such as the University of Washington, which has been using rugby tackling techniques for a number of years. Yeah. So it really varies on who the player is and where they're coming from. I know. I was talking to Tawny a couple of weeks ago, and he was saying that he's actually in the Cerevi or Atavis videos teaching the tackling techniques. Like, So it's just funny that it's kind of like come full circle that way. That he, he said he knew some people at Atavis, and they asked him, like, hey, you want to come help us make these videos? And that's kind of like – even just the – I've been involved with youth football a little bit. They all use the same, like, Atavis. Mm-hmm. They're at Atavis, like, practicing these rugby tackling techniques. So it's kind of interesting to, to see that, you know, him coming to this and, and actually doing it now. Yeah, and I, I think a lot of um, people that are out there don't really understand that. Um, the state, as an example, the state of Texas, which has the most football in the United States, high school, uh, all of their coaches have to be certified in rugby tackling technique, which is taught by Atavis. Uh, and other high schools have also gone that same direction where they have to be certified in how to tackle uh, in a rugby technique because it takes the head out of the game. Yeah. So it's not something new, but a lot of people probably are not aware of that. Right. That's interesting that you, to bring that up. So um, I know you talked about some people making progress. Um, I was just wondering if there's a couple of guys that have kind of caught your eye, maybe you've been impressed with so far, or guys that you know have made incredible progress from – January 8th, whenever they are reported to now. 
actually the entire team's made yeah. extraordinary <laughs> progress from the day we started to now. Um, but there's some players that, um, you know, at the beginning, you might have gone, mm, I'm not sure they're going to make it. And, and it's like, you know, the lights come on, so to speak. And again, because of their backgrounds, they tend to practice the skills that we're asking them to do or the techniques. And so from one day to the next, you can see a pretty big change. And I think that's, you know, I would say across the board uh, in terms of where players are going. There are f a few exceptions, but really everybody's made, you know, mm -hmm. tremendous progress. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so how will this match operate this weekend? So leaving to go down on Friday, um, is it going to be like a, a standard match, 80 minutes, or is it going to be a little bit different? Yeah, that's um, – so the setup for this weekend is uh, when we travel down on Friday – Actually, Friday evening, we're going to get together with our opponents and we'll do an hour session uh, on the field with them. So we'll mm. have um, scrum against scrum, line out against line out. We'll have um, the backs running um, attack against their defending backs and vice versa. So we'll kind of have a, an opportunity and a session for our guys just to taste what it's like to be yeah. against somebody else. And then come the game at noon on Saturday – um, just like the MLR, they go a 20 minute period uh, and then they have a water break and then they play 20 minutes, and then they have time. So we'll go 20 minutes and have a water break and that'll give us an opportunity to talk to our players about what's going on and so forth and make changes as needed. Um, and then we'll play to halftime and then we'll do the same in the second period. We'll play, um, 20 minutes, have a break, have a chance to talk, make yeah. changes if needed, and then finish off with the okay. last one. So what are some of the things that um, you're looking to see in this match? Well, the first thing I'm looking to see is if we can play rugby. Yeah. Um, so so <laughs> that would that be... look like? Well, if, if you go in there and they start doing so, how will you know that, that you guys can play rugby? Well, I, I think one of those things is whether or not we play to, you know, some structure and what we would call a pattern. So... You know, we're working on a particular pattern, like all teams have a pattern of play. Mm -hmm. So we want to see whether or not we actually can play to a pattern. And mm -hmm. with the speed and the first time they played it, that's going to be a good question. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, can they reorganize themselves after they've been hit or after things have happened? We also want to be able to see if we can scrum against an opponent. Mm -hmm. uh, can we do lineouts against an opponent? So we want to see all those aspects of the game. And in reality, it's it's our test. It's our first exam in school. Yeah. yeah. And so the first exam is going to give us an opportunity, give us a baseline of what we need to work on. Cause to be fair, we don't know what we, I mean, right. we know what we need to work on, but we don't know because we haven't played exactly. the game. So once we play, we can say, ah, oh, we don't understand this aspect mm -hmm. or we need to work on this aspect. And, and to be fair, that's true for any game, any right. game I've coached, whether it's this group, which is totally brand new to the game, yeah. or a team that's in Major League Rugby, when we play our first game, it gives us an opportunity to find out what you yeah. know, deficiencies we have and what the strengths we have. Right. Um, is the score important in this match at all? Yeah, we're not. I mean, you know, because it's competitive athletic, score is always important. But from our standpoint, the outcome is not as important as the process for us. Yeah. And so – in our discussions leading in this, we don't talk about winning. We talk about having success, and that success is going to be measured by how well we play together. Do we 
go from, you know, kind of, I don't want to say individual sports, but sports which there's kind of a more emphasis on individuals to a sport which the emphasis is really on 15 people playing together. So what we want to see is our success is do we play together? Mm -hmm. Do we get up off the ground and make the next tackle or do we lay on the ground? So, I mean, those kind of things that are, you know, maybe habits to be broken from other sports. Right. You know, are we playing, you know, with the habits that make good rugby players? And if we're not, those are the things we'll work on. Okay. Um, is everyone on the tra- on the roster going to travel? This is not going to be like a, you know, you, you, it's not like you're taking just the yeah. bare bones guys to, to go down and play. Yeah, we'll be taking our entire roster because we need to have a contest. Mm-hmm. And so we need to see whether or not they can step up to competition and, and, and just get a feel for the game. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, these guys, this is amazing to me, actually. These guys have been training for um, five weeks, up to six weeks. They've never played, most of them have never played a game. Mm-hmm. They have no idea how much fun it is. Yeah. And I think this is going to be a defining moment in their growth and development. Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping all of them are going to go, wow, this yeah. is the most fun I've ever had because that's the general reaction I've gotten out of you know high school players at first time right. I've ever played. And I'm hoping that's going to be the reaction. Some guys might say, well, this is not for me, but mm-hmm. I don't think that's going to be the case. And it's funny that you say that, too, because when I had Chase Stelling on a couple of weeks ago, I was asking him because he's like another guy to me, just based off what I've seen following him online or whatever is like this has kind of consumed him in a way. It seems like his free time, he's watching international matches or, he, you know, he's on YouTube looking stuff up. And I was asking him, like, when would you know, when did it kind of hit you that you you liked this or that you loved this and you wanted to do it. And he was like, to be honest, I don't know if I, that's even happened yet because we haven't played. And that's yeah. like, you know, so it's to your point. I, I think that's going to be, this weekend's going to be big because a lot of people are going to realize how fun this is and, and it's maybe just going to kick them up another notch, but. Yeah. It's a, I think it's a great opportunity for our guys, you know, and it's a great opportunity for people out there watching us, right. You, you know, we've got people that are supporting what we're doing. Some people that are doubting what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And, and that's all good. Um, and it'll give us an opportunity for, you know, people to go, oh, wow, that's yeah. not working or that is working. Right. You know, and that's part of doing an experiment. Yep. Uh, final question, Mark, before I let you go is uh, how excited are you to actually go play play a match? It's been what? Almost almost a whole year now. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's a, a very good point. No, we're we're really excited about the opportunity. Yeah. I mean, again, it's this this chance that we didn't have. Yeah during our camp in November to have a match, yeah. to be able to play. Right. Our experience in 218, when we kind of did the short run of this, where we had a week and went up to Aspen, when those fellas played their first match in Aspen, first off, it was a whirlwind, and it was like, wow. Yeah. But they were enthralled with the fact of the game. And yeah. then during that tournament, each match after that, they just got better because they were figuring out how this thing all worked. Mm-hmm. Um, and hopefully our players will be enthralled with the games. You go, wow, this is great. And yeah. then we have an opportunity to grow from there. Are they excited? Like, do they, is can they even be excited? Cause I guess they don't even really know what they're getting themselves into. Like what, what's kind of the sense that you get? I think the excitement is the fact that they get to compete. Yeah. It's not against themselves and they get to test themselves. I mean, really, again, it's like in my mind, it's, you know, we have this hypothesis and then you have to do some tests. And so this is the test to see where we are what we are doing and whether or not this is a valid um, thing to be doing. Mm-hmm. And 
my hypothesis, my belief is it is a valid thing to be doing, and we've seen it before. And there are people that can question, you know, athletes doing this and that, but my experience is, is that, you know, we're going to move forward and there are going to be guys out there that people on other teams, higher level teams who go, geez, we like that mm-hmm. six foot nine guy yeah. that can run, yeah. pass, catch, tackle. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I'm certainly excited for it. I'm looking forward to watching some live rugby in person again, too. So uh, it's all the questions I had for you, Mark. I will see you down in New Orleans. Yeah, looking forward to it. And uh, maybe we'll have some crawfish. Yes. All right. All right, I hope everybody enjoyed that conversation with Colorado XO Director of Rugby, Mark Bullock. Always good to catch up with Mark. Um, surprised we didn't make any Farmers references on this one. That seemed to kind of be a mainstay on the show. Um, but it was kind of all business in and out. Um, got my questions in, got the answers, in, and we moved on. So thank you to Mark for coming and chatting with me. Um, I appreciate it as always. Uh, with that, we'll go ahead and jump into the required reading of the portion of the show. Um, I'm working on a match preview for, you know, this weekend's match against New Orleans. So that's the required reading this week. It's not quite done yet. Hopefully by the time you listen to this, it will be done. Go ahead and check that out on the dnvr.com. Just find the rugby part um, and check out what I've got to, you know, what I'm thinking about this match and, you know, what I'm looking for. And I'm going to talk to a couple guys that just, you know, how they're feeling about playing their first ever rugby match. So it should be pretty interesting. Um, I guess, too, while we're talking about required reading, I'll mention it in the match preview. But unfortunately, it does not look like this match will be streamed. Um, it's kind of weird because I think the Exos, for the most part, are having to play in places that are, you know, are allowing it. And usually um, it's the home team's responsibility to set up a broadcast. I think even in Major League Rugby, it's the same way. Home team is responsible for um, the broadcast, whether it be a stream or, you know, setting up a broadcast deal. Like I know the Free Jacks have something with Nesson. Um, the the Raptors last year always stream stuff kind of in-house. And, and that was like hooked into, you know, the national broadcasts. Um, a couple of years ago, the Raptors were, I think, simulcast or, or maybe even just like regular broadcast on Channel 9. So it's always up to the home team to kind of get the broadcast stuff figured out. Um, and I'm not sure that that's taking place this week. I haven't seen anything. If I do see anything, obviously, I will be sure to let you know. Um, so I know kind of rambled on a little bit and required reading, but I wanted to make sure I touched on that. So we'll go ahead and close the show the same way we do every week. And that's with the loop. Um, like I say, I talk about every week, but I'm still making some progress on this project that I've been working on for close to a couple, two, three months now. Um, so every week I get a little closer, send a couple more emails, you know, I'm just following the bread, breadcrumbs. I uh, wanted to make sure I talked about Super Rugby out to row again in this. So make sure you're tuning into DNVR bets on Tuesday afternoons to hear my pick. Like I said, probably going to mess around with the formats a little bit. Um, but we'll, you know, we'll learn as we go. We'll tinker over things as we go. That's kind of how everything kind of works. Um, make sure you follow us along with us on Twitter at DNVR underscore rugby at Colton Strickler. I'll be tweeting and posting some photos and videos of the match down in New Orleans this weekend. Um, so if you're interested in seeing how they look and, and all that stuff, make sure you give us a follow. Other than that, that's my show. Thank you for listening. Hope everybody had a great week. Hope everyone has a great weekend. And I will catch you all back here next week after I get back from New Orleans with hopefully a lot to talk about. Yeah.